The goal with the obstacle overcome period of time is to isolate and resolve the issue, right? And then ask again. Welcome to the game where we talk about how to get more customers, how to make more per customer, and how to keep them longer, and the many failures and lessons we have learned along the way. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. I'm going to walk you through one of my favorite closes of all time for somebody who says, I need to think about it. I'm not sure. I can't make a decision today. All of those types of what I consider stalls. All right. And so this is a two-part close. And if you're like, well, what is a close? Fundamentally, a close is simply having a line of reasoning that you've already said before that just sheds light on the truth. Because fundamentally, there's no hacks to selling. It's simply, can I get this person to see reality for what it is rather than what they want it to be? All right. And so this is called the unicorn close into the one to 10 close. Okay. And so the unicorn close is one of my favorite ones because I almost have jokes embedded in all of my closes. And I do that because it can be a high tension situation. And this person has had far fewer of these conversations than you are. And they are therefore far more in a fight or flight like scenario. And you always want to actively be de-escalating them, right? And that's what building the, the, the control of your tonality is important for, because if you can control your tone, you can control what they are hearing from you, because how you say what you say matters far more than what you say. And I'm going to do a quick segment right now on this, because I think it's important for you, like for this to make sense to you, because none of the obstacle overcomes that I'll ever teach you will work if your tone is wrong. So if I said, so there's there's two aspects of tone, right? You've got the cadence, right? Like how quickly you say what you say. You have the tone in terms of whether you go up or down, right? So how quickly you say it, whether you go up or down in the tone of voice you're using, and then the emphasis, which is the pauses, on what word. So if I said, um, and I, I use this from Jason Flatley because I just love this sentence because it's so great to change the meaning. I didn't say he hit his wife. I didn't say, or I didn't say he hit his wife. 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 Notice the difference in what each of those sentences mean based on the emphasis, right? Now, from a, from a tone standpoint, if my wife calls me and she says, Alex, right? Or Alex or Alex, right? The way that she says my name indicates the meaning behind the statement. And so if you're closing someone, you want to slow down because you don't want them to feel rushed. Number one. So your cadence slows to make sure they're understanding the words that you're saying right now. Number two, from a emphasis standpoint, you want to make sure that you're emphasizing the words that will matter to them right? Them being the focus of your conversation. And so I just wanted to have that as a quick precursor before I get into the unicorn of the one to 10. So the unicorn close I like a lot because I can, I can make these jokes. The unicorn close I like a lot because it gives me this opportunity to give the joke. So I say, Hey, listen, if this, if this were a beautiful unicorn of a program, right? It has everything you possibly could want. Would you do, would you, would you get started? Right? And the nice thing about this is that you actually get them to say yes to a hypothetical. Okay. And so it's like, and they have to say yes to the hypothetical because that's why they're here today. If they say no, then you have massive issues in the cell that you completely bombed earlier. Right. But if it's like, if this program were perfect, would you do it? They say yes. And you say, cool. So, and that's why I use the unicorn because it's like, yes, we're riding on the rainbow and it's this amazing, perfect unicorn program. Would you do it? They'll say yes. It's like, okay. So what's the difference besides the unicorn, right? Uh, between what, as you currently understand it and the program as you see it right now and that perfect program. Right. And so they will then tell you what is different about it. Okay. And that will allow you to isolate the issue and then fix it. 
Real quick, guys, if you can think about how you found this podcast, somebody probably tweeted it, told you about it, shared it on Instagram or something like that. The only way this grows is through word of mouth. And so I don't run ads. I don't do sponsorships. I don't sell anything. My only ask is that you continue to pay it forward to whoever showed you or however you found out about this podcast that you do the exact same thing. So if it was a review, if it was a post, if you do that, it would mean the world to me and you'll throw some good karma out there for another entrepreneur. Now, if they're like, well, you know, I'm not really sure about that. It's like, cool. Well, then on, on a scale from one to 10, 10 being like, Alex, let's rock and roll. Let's do this. I think this makes sense. And I want to move forward versus Alex, you suck. You're a terrible person. Like your wife probably hates you. Your father thinks you're a failure. And I never want to see you again. Right. If I want to scale from one to 10, see another opportunity for a joke that we can make to like keep the keep the lightness of the situation high. Right. It's like, where are you? right? On that scale. Now, what's important is it doesn't matter what number they say, because let's say they say I'm a six, right? Or a seven, which is usually what they'll put up. You know, sometimes they're like, I'm an eight. You're like, okay, cool. Then there's two awesome follow-up questions to this. Number one is what would make you a 10, right? Which is just a different way of framing the unicorn clothes. The second is why aren't you a two? So you just, you just loop it the other way and have them defend against the negative. And this is where they'll start selling you why the program is great. And after they say, well, this is the reason not a two, I'm like, well, that sounds like it's a reason to be a 10, right? And then you can move forward from there. Now, if they say these are the reasons that it's not, then you can usually try and rectify the issue. But the goal with the obstacle overcome period of time is to isolate and resolve the issue, right? And then ask again, right? That's, that's really fundamentally all obstacle overcomes are. It's like you are trying to isolate the issue, and then overcome it and then circle back and ask again. So it's normal to ask multiple times for the sale. Like, don't feel weird about it. Like sales begin when someone says no, right? If they, if they immediately say yes, like you're just, you're kind of just transacting, right? And so it's important to make sure that you are comfortable in the, the land that exists past no. And the no is not no forever. It's no for right now, because I just don't understand it enough. Because fundamentally, the likelihood that the person improves their life and gets closer to their ideal goal if they sign up with you versus not signing up with you should be a very clear argument to make. Like you can not sign up and you're guaranteed to not hit your goal because you have it's taking you this long to get to this point and you haven't hit it. Or option two is you do sign up and the likelihood that you hit your goal is significantly higher. Right? And so like, what are we choosing here? Like, obviously you wanna increase the likelihood to hit your goal, so let's go, right? And so those are my, those are two of my favorite closes when it comes to uh, uh, somebody who's like, I'm not sure. And a key point here is that we want to make this childlike curiosity. So if someone is not sure, it's like, huh, that's interesting. Well, I would think this and this, not here's why you're wrong. And I'm going to make an argument to prove it to you because if you prove them wrong, you both lose. It has to be their idea. And so the only way to get somebody to think something is their idea is to ask them questions that lead them there. And the only way to do that is to have the rapport and maintain the rapport through the close. All right. And this is where a lot of people lose rapport is in the close because they feel personally affronted. Right. And it's not about you. And that's the thing. Like sales is not about you at all. If anything, it's the most selfless job in the world because you have to make it all about them. And everything you talk about has to be in their terms, which is why some of the things that people mess up is like, well, we're so great. We're so amazing. They spend all the time in the sale beefing up why they're amazing. And the person only cares about themselves. 
So you just have to always talk about them and they will love talking to you, okay? And so those are two of my favorite. I have a ton of closes that we use for, for uh, how to overcome, like I need to think about it. Um, but those are two of my favorites because it just gives you such easy ammunition. One is what would make this perfect compared to what it is today? And then why aren't you lower on the, on the scale? Like why don't you believe in this even less than you currently do? And we have jokes that are woven into both the unicorn and the one to 10, because uh, it's amazing. And also I'm a terrible person. My father hates me and I'm responsible for climate change that you can get them to laugh again and it keeps the brevity light. And keeping awesome, bye.